What's going on, guys? Zach here again with the Zach Shanky Podcast. Um, well, last um, podcast, I believe we talked about how to earn money, how to get, how to make money, um, and maybe a little bit into, of course, our programs and things to help people make money. There is, however, there's a whole nother side to cash flow. There's another side to cash flow that no one likes to talk about because it's not fun. And that side is reducing expenses. Now listen, this takes a little bit of discipline. And I truly believe it is possible with the correct psychological tricks. Okay? Because here's what ends up happening. And even myself, I found myself going in this route even this year. And I'll explain that in a second and what I'm doing about it. So um, a lot of people, they when they make more money, they, <laughs> they increase their their expenses right so this happened to me when i was an engineer for sure um every time i got a raise which was quite frequently i went up the the ladder pretty quickly there every single time i ended up getting another massive expense whether it was a new car or of course the last one that i got was a a brand new house in oklahoma um like those are that's what most people do and this is a big mistake your cash flow is going to suffer every time you do something like that because the cash flow is not about the cash flow right now on hand cash flow is also about what what does your cash flow look like if something bad happened like you lost your job right or you try entrepreneurship and and fail for a little bit <laughs> That's me, if you didn't know. Okay, so, um, <laughs> so anyway, the this is it's really important to keep expenses down. Now, that said, there should be a percentage of the amount of money that you make that you can spend for yourself. It, no, no, no. There should be a percentage of money that you make of the money that you make that you have to spend on yourself, not on someone else, not for a business. Not for an investment, like for you. Okay, specifically, what are some things that you can use that money for? Well, new clothes. See, the thing about new clothes is that sometimes if you, like, one set of some kind of new clothing a month is like, it's a beautiful thing. You know, indulge in this a little bit, right? So I, I recently bought a pair of pants that was $90. I've never spent more than like 25 bucks on a pair of pants okay and so i was very hesitant but i'm like you know what i'm supposed to spend this budget on me and i'm gonna give it a shot and guess what those are my favorite pair of pants they are so good they're so comfortable and just amazing in in many many different ways they're very stretchy and they're just great i love them uh so worth the 90 dollars, 100 percent um and see that came from my my budget that's for me we call i call that my play account okay that's where i can i can play i can buy buy cool stuff okay um another one i did is i upgraded my wallet these little things guys these little things these are the things that you can purchase instead of a freaking car you know what i mean instead of something that's going to cost you every single month why not get something that is going to make you feel better having a fancy new pair of pants and a fancy wallet. I love my wallet now. Every time I'm super happy to pay for stuff because <laughs> I get to pull out my wallet, um, and it's so fun. So those kinds of things, or buy yourself like 
I don't know, like a new, um, I know I've, I've mentioned this too, like new shower head or buy yourself uh, an upgrade to your computer to make it go faster. You know, that's a fun thing. Or, um, you know, if there's ever been a movie you wanted to buy, buy yourself that movie. You know, there's there's so many options that you can utilize that but that little budget for, no matter how big it is, like even if it is just a candy bar, you know, that budget is super duper crucial. Um, so that's one cool way that you can psychologically keep expenses down. Okay. Uh, now, <laughs> if you're extreme and nutso like me, then you can do some other cool things too. So let's get into that a little bit. Um, so what I found this year, you know, I'm, I'm, I was going through a divorce and we moved from Oklahoma to Wisconsin. I moved first to Wisconsin. Then I went back down to move the rest of the family, uh, to Wisconsin and my wife and, um, five kids were living up in Green Bay. Um, I have six kids, but the sixth one is, he's living with his fiance. They're, they're on their own. Uh, so my wife and five kids were living two hours, two and a half hours north of me. And so every week I was going up there to visit them. Um, which is lame. I want to see them more, more often than one day a week, you know? Uh, and, uh, eventually some things happened and we decided that my oldest daughter, who is 14, uh, should live with me. And so she, so then I moved her from Green Bay down to Waukesha, which is where I live. And, um, and so, yeah, so now that's, that's been the living situation. In the meantime, we're trying to find a place for my wife and kids and for me and Savannah, my daughter. And so we're like, it's so difficult. And you know, and I've been the sole provider for our family um, since we were a family forever, for 10 years, okay? And so I was like, okay, um, you know, what are we, what are we doing here? Because my wife was looking for a job. In fact, she actually was about to, to take on a position. Uh, and I'll tell you why she didn't in a second. But um, she was going to get a job and she was going to be able to pay her own rent and stuff, but just not the first month because she's trying to get that stuff sorted. So what am I left to do? I am going to be paying for her rent for one or two months, uh, as well as my own rent for one or uh, forever, right? <laughs> um, and this was the plan and I have the money for it. And then I started thinking about that and I'm like, but do I want to like, I would essentially be paying more than I was paying for my mortgage in Oklahoma. And like, but I don't own the thing. You know what I mean? Like, it was kind of a crappy deal, ultimately. Um, but it's for my kids. You know, I'm not going to have my kids live homeless or anything like that. Okay, so this was the situation, hmm, just so you guys know. And then as you guys know, after many, many discussions with my wife, uh, we decided not to get divorced, but instead to try something interesting, uh, something new. And that is where we would live separately, completely. Um, but still be married and we were going to keep finances separate and some other things separate. Uh, and that way she could live her way. I could live my way. Um, and ultimately potentially improve our relationship tremendously. Um, and then that way too, there's no like crazy child support issues or things, you know, because that, that can get really, really dicey. Um, so we just decided, you know what, let's just stay married and let's try this and this. And if it doesn't work, then we'll get divorced. You know, that's the worst case scenario. And that's what we were originally expecting. So it's not like it's going to hurt as bad. Right. And so <laughs> we're like, 
going through that in our minds. And, um, and then, um, <laughs> this is where it gets really nuts. So I had a place, she had a place, um, her place ended up giving it to someone else because they forgot that they were first, like they, they had the showing before her. And so she ended up not having a place and I had a place secured. Um, and I was going to sign the lease this last weekend. I'm sorry, two weekends ago from the time you're listening to this, uh, I went to Green Bay to sign this lease and lo and behold, they had rented it out to the neighbor's son-in-law or something like that, or stepson, something like that. Um, because whatever they've lived there for so long and blah, blah, blah. So I ended up not having my place guys. Let me tell you, that was very depressing. I'm living with my freaking mother. I make very good income. I love my business. I'm very passionate about what I do. Um, I can't, (laughs) I, I feel so many limitations because of living at my mom's house. My mom is in fact a hoarder. Um, she's got just so many things everywhere and, uh, won't let me touch it. You know what I mean? Um, so it's not ideal at all, uh, for me or Savannah. Right. And so it was so disappointing. It was soul crushing to find out that my wife and kids are still going to have to live with my wife's mom. And that's not a fun situation either. And that me and Savannah are still stuck. And, um, it's crazy. It's crazy. I can show people my bank statements that, that make, I make good money. I'm not going to tell you how much, but there's good, it's good. It's good amounts of money. And these places still won't take me simply because it's not an employee position and because it's not quote unquote consistent, even though it's, it's like triple their minimum requirement. You know what I mean? Like it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And so by the way, yeah, real estate, yeah, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Things will be different. <laughs> um, so anyway, so this this is where we were at. And uh, so when that happened, um, my wife and I were like talking about it because we're like, oh my gosh, now what do we do? And the worst thing is, is my wife is getting kicked out from by her mom on July 1st. And so actually, I think by the time you guys are listening to this, it's past July 1st. So I'll tell you what we're doing. Okay. So we were talking about it. We're like, okay, what the heck do we do? And that's when I brought up the fact that, you know what? The only part that has not set, sit, sat well with me this it, during this whole process is the fact that I'm going to be paying for two rents until you can get a job. And that is a little scary because to truth be told, guys, my, my wife hasn't had to have a job or get a job in 10 years more than 10 years, probably about 12 years. Okay. So I know she can, she's fully capable. She's an outstanding person. Um, it's just, she's not used to that. And, and it's a little intimidating for me because now it's on my shoulders until that happens. Right. And I'm willing to, because they're my kids and I'm not going to let them be homeless, but it's still intimidating. And I, and I expressed that and, um, she understood surprisingly. Uh, so, um, So she suggested, this is not the first time she has suggested this. This is probably like the third time she suggested, what if we lived together again? And that way I would only be paying one rent and she would pay me half as soon as she had a job. 
and I said, okay, hold on a second. If if we want to live together, because that obviously did not work out super well over the last five years. And so I grabbed a notebook and a pen, and I wrote down pros and cons, okay? And it was actually pretty hilarious. So, like, number one pro, we're not homeless, <laughs> right? Like, that's, like, <laughs> number one. Number two pro, I'll be with my kids because that has been very, very challenging for me. Um, and then we, we continued, and we continued to go into different pros of, of living together again. And then we went through the cons, and this is where we're like, okay, what were the real issues? The real issues was her money blueprint and my money blueprint are very, 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 very extraordinarily different. And therefore, the way that I budget and the way she budgets is very different. And the way that I prioritize and the way she prioritizes is different. And guess what happens? A lot of arguing. And so we're like, okay, how do we solve that? Well, simple. We'll keep our finances separate. That's it. Keeping them completely separate. She won't know how much money I have, and I won't know how much money she has. And I think that's going to be crucial in this process. Um, we talked about simple things like housekeeping things, you know, such as dishes. I'll tell you one of the dumbest arguments that we've ever had that got blown way out of proportion is that I, I tend to like to do things right away in the day. Like I wake up, oops, sorry. I just dropped something on my phone. Like I wake up and I'm like, okay, what's next? What do we do? Let's work out. Let's do my morning routine. What else can I do before I get started with, you know, a shower and, and, and working for the day? Oh my gosh, I can totally do the dishes. Let's go wash, wash dishes and let's go vacuum this. Or like, that's when I like to clean things up. My wife is the opposite. She likes to clean things up at night so that she wakes up and everything's done. <laughs> okay. I like at night, I like to veg out and be lazy. <laughs> okay. Cause I'm like, whew. Good day, fulfilled, did a lot, made progress, made money, did this, you know, and then um, at night I'm like, let's just relax. Let's just watch TV or, or let's do something together, but let's not clean. You know, like cleaning is not my idea of let's relax and end the day. And so this has been a big difference between us. And so I said, what are we going to do about that if we're living together? And we worked out a little bit of a system um, to talk about that and, and blah, blah, blah. So I know I'm going a little bit long here, guys. So I, I want you to understand that this all has to do with minimizing. So then we were thinking more and we're like, okay, we only have a week. Okay. At the time I'm recording this, I'm recording this. Well, we had the discussion on um, June 25th. So we literally had seven days before my wife gets kicked out of her place because her mom's a jerk. Okay. And so we have seven days. And I'm like, okay, now that we've agreed that we're going to try living together again and we're going to come up with solutions there, um, wh how? How can we find a place in less than a week? And so we, her and I still had a couple leads left, and so we were just going to call them on Monday. And if that didn't work, we had to come up with another solution. Well, we, we decided on Saturday to come up with a worst-case scenario. Okay, so worst-case scenario, Monday the 27th rolls around, we call the leads that we have that we've applied to places, and they all say no, or they don't answer their phone. What do we do? So we thought, and we thought, and we thought, and we figured out, you know what we can do? What if we took, what if we bought like a camper, like a bigger camper, and 
I just chilled on like a, a like an RV camp, you know, something like that. And we looked up how much that is. So an RV place, because they have water and electricity hookups, is about $30 a day. 30 times 30 is $900 a month. Okay? Which is pretty much rent. <laughs> right? Like it's, it's pretty much rent. The benefits, though, is that we now own a, a massive asset, this camper. Right? And um, there's a lot of other things we don't have to pay for. Like water and electricity is included in this rent. You know what I mean? So there, there's a couple of perks, and we're like, okay, now are we going to be at each other's throats by being in this camper? Like, how are we going to make this this function? And so we came up with some solutions to that, too. Then we started looking for a camper. This is all on that same Saturday, guys. I'm telling you, it was a long day. I didn't get home until really late because we had to drive home, uh, you know, in the dark and stuff. And um, so we, we started Googling and Facebooking and looking for campers, and ultimately, there was not a whole lot for, you know, I, I set a budget for under 4000 because her and I together, first month of rent plus security deposit would have been about $4,000. And so I'm like, okay, um, <clears throat> let's set that as the budget. So instead of paying all that rent, we'll buy an asset. Well, because we couldn't really find an RV or a camper that that was good, um, good enough to live in anyways you know a lot of them required repair and stuff like that for that price point so then we thought okay well what if <laughs> crazy idea what if we literally just went camping and i know you're thinking zach you're freaking nuts and trust me i have told myself this every day since then <laughs> that i think i think i'm freaking nuts um, so we're like, okay, let's look up all the camping equipment we would need. We would need a massive freaking tent. We would need, um, all the camping equipment. We would probably want a kitchen tent, you know, for extra shade and, and shelter for, for the food area. Um, how much is it going to be? And then are there restrictions? And sure enough, there's a lot of restrictions. Like you can't, um, um, you can't stay at a campsite for more than 14 days if it's a state campsite and so i'm like okay so then what if we just go between a couple campsites every 14 days and so every 14 days we just move to the next one and so we started looking into that and then um the long story short you guys it <laughs> it is significantly better in terms of rent it costs about 650 a month um there's still water um some places have electricity but some most do not so we ended up buying a solar generator and all of this camping gear and everything plus the entire first month is still only about $3,000. Like plus the first month. And then from then on, every month after that, it's going to be the 630 Now, is there some extra work involved? Yeah, of course there is, right? So there's obviously you have to gather the water. But here's the cool thing. Technology nowadays, they actually make it really cool. So we bought a shower tent. It's like a tent you can stand up in. Uh, it doesn't have a floor. You just have the dirt. And then you can connect like a shower, a five-gallon bag, essentially, that has a, an attachment that's like a shower. And so you can actually like literally go into this little tent and shower. Um, now, most campsites have a shower, so it's not that big of a deal. But we got that just in case. Um, there's, there's like... I'm telling you, this has been so darn sophisticated. It's insane. 
Um, and I'm actually really excited about it. We also bought a hotspot that's going to work in the area that we're going to be in. Um, and so that hotspot is going to cost me 50 bucks a month. It's not unlimited, so we already thought of ways to, you know, make sure it's like 150 gigs of data. And then, um, and then I found an office in a town that's kind of in the middle of three different campsites. So that way we can rotate between the three, um, and I'd still have the office about 25, 30 minutes away. And so that office, um, <laughs> I already got it. And so that's a little bit of a month, extra monthly expense, but it's still, it's still about the same as, um, you know, as regular uh, rent um, combined. That plus the camping site fees, right? Um, pretty amazing. I'm actually really excited. So here's the long, <laughs> here's the short <laughs> part of the story. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's such a long story. So guys, I'm going to be living on campgrounds. Uh, for the next several months until we decide to upgrade into something. And we don't know what we're going to upgrade into yet, um, but we're going to take it very, very slow. The other thing that we thought about is, you know, um, my wife and I, when we got married, we immediately, in, immediately had financial responsibilities, big ones, right? I joined the family. She already had three kids. I was young and broke. <laughs> And, uh, and then we, every time I got some kind of raise, we would upgrade our living expenses, right? And this was dumb. And so now what I did is I've, I've never made as much money as I'm making this year. And guess what? I'm reducing my living expenses. Isn't that nuts? Isn't that crazy? That is maximum cash flow, my friends. That is maximum cash flow. That's literally why people do like that whole minimalist movement with the tiny houses. It's literally that. It's like why why are we getting these massive houses and maximizing our income or our cash flow when we could be smarter about it and then buy things in cash. The idea here is to minimize and slowly upgrade or just minimize until we just buy a freaking house in cash, with cash, right? And so that's that's the point. That's the idea. We're nuts. We are absolutely insane. However, I, th I don't think it's a terrible solution. I actually think it's very, very smart. Um, I think my kids are, are going to love it. They they have not had a lot of camping experience. Um, I have. I grew up camping all the time, um, and I love it. And I think with some of these modern things, these modern amenities that we're going to be having, um, I think it's going to be absolutely wonderful. Um, we're, we're really going to have a good time. And so I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, hopefully by the time you're listening to maybe the next podcast or maybe two later, um, I'm going to be doing this from a campsite. It's going to be amazing. So thank you guys so much for listening. Really appreciate you and your support. Talk to you later.